Hey guys, welcome to the Rosalind Amaka Show. I'm your host, Rosalind, and I wanted to bring you guys into a little bit of my world. Every single day, I meet so many different people from all walks of life. I don't care if you're a homeless person on the corner or if you're the CEO of a major corporation. Every day, I'm learning all the different things I did not learn in school. I'm inspired and I'm motivated. And I feel like you guys should be able to see this too. There's so much negative nonsense going on all the time, all around us. And I wanted to bring a little bit of joy and plant some seeds of positivity. So sit back, enjoy, relax, have a good time. show y'all something right taking it old school on the whiteboard finance <laughs> this is how we this is how we teach the people that sometimes you have to draw it out because it's one thing to talk about this but it's great to see a visual 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 I'm a visual learner same all right so what I'm going to show you is what would have happened first and foremost if these people that had these retirement plans had known, this is why we talk about financial education being important. This is why I talk about educating yourself. If they would have known these vehicles were out there, they could have put their money in this place and moved it over and they would have earned compounded interest during the worst economic downturn, mm -hmm. uh, one of them since the Great Depression, right? So let's say this is the, this is the 32 I'm gonna call it the 32K yay, <laughs> right? Hey, yeah. All right, yeah. So let's say uh, we have a 7% interest, right? 7% uh, compounded interest, right? That's being earned, right? Okay, so that just means that every year, unlike the banks that pay you less than a percent and they take your money, put it in the market and make millions of dollars and billions of dollars and trillions of dollars on, this thing is going to earn you 7% every year. It's going to pay you that, right? Unlike Wells Fargo. There you go. And Bank of America and Capital One that pay you 0.05%. Yeah, if there, you're lucky. There you go. <laughs> so now, this is going to be for 20 years, right? And guys, I never said I was the greatest handwriter. So 20 years, right? This is a 45-year-old. Gender doesn't matter, right? And so for the next 20 years, they're going to earn this, right? Now, here you go. Here's, here's some numbers. If it's in a taxed vehicle, they're going to earn $154,000, right? After, you know, after taxes. This is when you tax every year, you're going to be taxed on this money, right? If it's in a tax deferred, right? Tax deferred. Hope I spelled that right. <laughs> it's a hundred. There you go. Two R's. There we go. So now, never. I never claimed to be the greatest speller. All right. So now I know numbers. So now you got hundred and eighty k that you're gonna earn. Now let me give you the game on this. A lot. This is your four hundred one k, right? So meaning that you dump. They want you to dump all your money into it. I'm gonna give you guys the game now. 
why would they want us to dump all our money into the 401k? So that way they can hold your money in bondage for 30 years. That's true. <laughs> but then what happens, because remember, it's tax deferred, meaning it's delaying the taxes, mm -hmm. right, or deferring the taxes until you hit 72. Mm -hmm. They elevated the age. age. It used to be 67. Yeah. Why would it be 72? Because they want you like longer they want more of your money <laughs> they want more of your money some more of the compound interest that, that's that, <laughs> that's it they elevated the for you to be able to keep it in there so that they could tax you more right so it's a five-year elevation they're going to tax you more if you hold your money in so they're earning more money by allowing you to delay it an extra five more years mm -hmm. so now what has happened is i want you guys to think about this is millions of people and guys, y'all need to go get this book by Ted Penner called The 501k Plan. I'll, Ted Penner. I'll, I'll link it in the description. Please link it because I'm telling you guys, the person that created the 401k doesn't even have 95% of his wealth in his own creation, right? So now let's talk about a tax-free, right? Tax-free, right? We're looking at 212k that's earned, right? So let's look at the numbers. 7% over the last 20 years, this is a 45-year-old. In 20 years, they're 65, we're at retirement age, right? We're at retirement age. Now we want to start drawing. What is the difference? That's $32,000 just because we have information that we earned in retirement because we're no longer working. So we have to rely on this money. And I know a lot of us young people are like, ah, this ain't going to apply to me. You're going to be 65 one day. You're not going to work. You're not going to be 25 anymore. I, I, I promise you. All my 20-year-olds <laughs> that's watching this, I'm telling you, you're going to get you're going to get up there. Now, when we talk about here, from here to here on this tax plan that we're getting taxed yearly on, right? Now you're talking about a difference between $54,000. You see what I'm saying? Just because we know this is what we're taught, right? We got to pay the taxes. It is what it is. This is what we're taught. Right. Put your money in the 401k. Right. Nobody teaches this. <laughs> Nobody teaches this. And this, you know what this is? Insurance. FDIC insured. Insurance. <laughs> you ever heard of Bowley? Bowley? Bowley. Bowley. Bank only life insurance contracts. The yeah, banks yeah. have insurance on your money. Corporate mm -hmm. only life insurance contracts. Coley. Corporate has insurance on the money that they pay you. So everybody that's big business knows this. Wealthy people, right? We talk about taxes and, and, and wealth and creation. ProPublica <laughs> did a report, right? You had 18 billionaires that qualified for stimulus checks during COVID. Oh yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah. How does Warren Buffett qualify under $70,000 as a single person or $140,000 as a married person when he made $90 billion that year or 24.3 billion, I believe that year. He knows all the cheat codes. The cheat codes, <laughs> the wormholes. Do you want to know the cheat codes? That's it, <laughs> right? So, guys, what, what we're telling you is you'll hear these things. Dave Ramsey, buy term and invest the rest. Let's dive into it. First and foremost, term insurance has the least amount of payout on the death benefit of all insurance products. 
it elevated. It went from, I believe it was 92 or 93. Now the insurance companies are so cold at what they do. 98%, 98% of term policies do not pay out. So what does that look like? I, I paid $30 a month for 15 to 30 years. I paid hundreds of thousands of dollars and then I pass away and I don't get the money that it was, was promised to me by the insurance company because of technicalities, right? What are the, what are the top technicalities that you've, that you've learned? Well, so some of them are like, okay, I'll give you one. Um, had a friend whose dad had term insurance. He was in a boating accident, lost his life. And because his blood alcohol level was, I think just, I don't remember the exact number, but it was a smidgen above the limit. They, we don't have to pay that. Now, he, he might've had one beer. That was the reality. When they did the, toxic, the, yeah. the toxicology report, they, 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 the numbers showed that he, that he maybe had maybe half of one, or one beer. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, well, now because he is driving the boat and he's under the influence, we don't have to pay that. Yeah. So that's just one example of many. You understand? And so, guys, what we what you have to understand is when we talk about like different types of cash value, this is this is good. Put that in the like bubble lines. <laughs> right. But when we talk about like cash value, whole, uh, uh, insurance policies, do your homework on that. Because I'm telling you, it can cost you anywhere between thirty-two to fifty-four thousand dollars if you don't, on the back end of your life, when you're not able to make that money, right? So that's that. People want to know the secret. How do we get out of this tax thing, right? So you have your higher wage earners. You got the guys. A lot of my uh, guys that's in tech, earning anywhere between one hundred and fifty to about four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. right? By the time they are done with taxes, that 500,000 might be, I know in Texas it's a little better, but it might be somewhere around 300. So you pay $200,000 in taxes. Earned income. So the people that pay those high taxes, when many people say tax the wealthy, you're talking about your doctors, your lawyers, other tech people. Those are the people, that's the highest taxable income. Well, let me tell you this though. And, and, I've, and I've said this before, but here we don't believe that when you talk about tax the wealthy, let me start there. Mm-hmm. Wealthy people don't pay taxes. Yeah, so who, they don't. So then so that, that's that's public. You look at Facebook, you look yes. at all the comments. Yes. Yeah. Wealthy people don't pay taxes yeah. because they know the loopholes. They know the wormholes. They know right? the game. Exactly. So then if that's the case, we know that those that are... Um, economically unstable to, to, to make it kind those that struggle financially they're not getting taxed they're on government assistance so then who is the tax killing middle class okay so then taxation or, or, or in, inflation is taxation on the middle class mm-hmm. that's all it is right and what happens is, is as you continue to shrink the middle class it it elevates the wealth gap that's why, and our, for our market, that's who we focus on. We focus on the middle class, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the game on how you get out of the trust. I mean, how you get out of the tax situation. There are different types of trust, and you guys are hearing this. It's all on Instagram, right? 
you have legislative trust. You might have a real estate trust or REITs. You might have something called an ILIT, which is an insurance life uh, trust. Um, you, you might have your living trust. Charitable trust. Charitable trust. Like you have these different trusts. Anything that operates off of governmental rule, the government has control over. Man, I haven't seen everybody all together since Friendsgiving 2019. I've got to go this year. And I like staying somewhere nice, but I sure ain't paying full price. I'm using the Elite Pass from Belanle. Yeah, it's definitely better than anything I see here. Let's do this. See, wealthy people leave clues. Nelson Rockefeller said the key to success is to own nothing but to control everything. But the government says that ownership is where power is. No, ownership is where liability is. Control is where power is. Give you an example. Mm -hmm. You let me borrow your car. Mm -hmm. I don't have insurance. Mm -hmm. I get into a car accident. Somebody wants to sue. Am I getting sued? Why? Because it's my car. Ownership. I had complete control. I was at fault. But because she owns it, they Google and they say, oh, Rosen got all the coins. They want the bag. They're not coming for me. They're coming for her. Sue Happy Nation. That's it. So now, how do we position ourselves to where now we're in a space of control but not ownership? And the game with that is understanding the difference between a legislative trust in a trust that operates off a constitutional law called a constitutional trust. That's all I'm gonna give you. <laughs> Cause you gotta do your homework. You gotta do your homework. But this is a good start. <laughs> it's, it's a, a good, good start. start. It's, yeah. a, it's a good step in the right direction. And then I'm even thinking about, you know, people that now everyone, it's the new thing where everyone is quitting their job. Yeah. The new, I'm just gonna disappear, I'm gonna yeah. vanish. And many young people or, you know, people, period, yeah. they leave their money just sitting in their 401k, not doing anything. It's not working for them. It's just sitting there. Yeah. And they're already on to the next job, restarting their 401k again. So they got 401ks everywhere. Well, yeah. So so let's talk about it because, uh, you know, Rosalind is getting ready to become one of my clients. High five. Yes. <laughs> right? another policy. Absolutely. <laughs> right. So let's talk about like... let. What is your thought process after being educated on the things that I told you? Why would you want to make that switch? Let the people know why you would want to make In regards switch. to which one? In, in regards to saying, okay, I want to do this banking strategy that you talked oh, about. Oh, yeah. I love this banking strategy just because as I grow yep. and as, you know, I earn more money and, you know, that's a lot of taxes and whatnot that I have to pay. So I'm looking for ways where how can I make sure that, you know, I'm taken care of, also yep. my family is taken care of, and I feel safe, and I don't have to worry about someone taking anything from me. That, I mean, that's that's the reality of the situation. And and, and what I know, and I, and I know I'm gonna get this, hey, Tony the Tycoon, man, I appreciate the information, I appreciate the knowledge. Brother, I'm broke, right? Mm -hmm. So so how do I, how do I do this? How do I get this started? And what I tell people all the time is like, listen, broke is a mentality. If it really is. It's a mentality. If you're financially strapped, that's one thing. That can be fixed, right? But if you are, if you if you tell me that you're broke, then I think that okay, that's your mentality. Mm -hmm. So we have to change the things that put us in that mentality. 
right? It's a temporary lack of funds. The money is on its way. <laughs> Listen, but we, the money is on its way. <laughs> and I, thank you, Jesus. Jesus, lay down the blessings, right? But like, look, the re, the reality is, is that like we are in we are in serious times. But guys, listen, I'm not telling you all of this stuff that I tell you. Although it it it, it might come off, especially if you're just not hearing this, you're gonna have some guys or some ladies that understand everything that I'm saying. Yeah, you're gonna have some that's gonna say this is you know uh, Asian arithmetic. I don't get it. Right. Yeah. No matter what end of the spectrum you're on, that's fine. It's 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 one thing to be ignorant, it's another thing to remain ignorant, right? Because now you know, right? Now you know. So now you have to do the work, and that's the thing. Yeah. If you're at the bottom level, right, then you're going to have to work like hell to elevate out of that. That is the reality. And something that I'm thinking about, too, that's super important for anything, but especially when it comes down to money, yeah. is honestly, if you don't know, don't be afraid to ask for that's, help that's it. and like if you don't understand ask questions no question is a stupid question yeah that's it I, I, if I'm I'm telling you guys I made a lot of money playing in the NFL I would have a lot more had somebody educated me like on this right mm -hmm. now thankfully I, I did well and I put myself in position to to be able to make and, and make things happen which is good you're still young I'm glad you didn't figure this out when yeah. you were 60 oh man oh man be, because well, let's talk about that. When you when you think about that senior market situation that took place, right, mm -hmm. 2008, like those are where your Walmart greeters are at. Yeah. If you ever sit down and talk to those people or just have a conversation, they're not there because they want to be. They're there because they have to be. Mm -hmm. Like I met I met one of them when I was I might have been in California. This guy was in this guy was in finance. Had did everything he was told. He had his retirement plan set. Had his, uh, you know, had his his uh, his his debt was low. He had his expenses low. His income was elevated. He was set. But the only thing that he was not prepared for was losing fifty percent of his nest egg. Right? Mm. Because nobody saw that coming. And so now we have a we have a situation to where the the cycle, no new thing under the sun. The cycle is now repeating itself mm -hmm. when we look into the real estate market and we see the inflation of these home prices. We have, I was riding with my boy Rodney one day, man. We were looking at homes and I know those homes without the time that we're in are probably worth four or $500,000 max. That's literally what happened to me. It's $1 million. Crazy. I believe it. No, yeah. that's like, even with my home within a year and a half, the, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Over six figures. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And, but the thing is, is that, taxes. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> And, and, and a lot of people are happy about that. If you're a homeowner right now, I know you're happy about the, the, the elevation of the house, right? But the reality of the situation is that that is going to change, right? That is going to change. And when it changes, your, your whole thing is, and, and with home homeowners, their whole thing is the equity, the equity, the equity. All right, let's dive into that a little bit. How is the equity serving you if you're not using it? Please do not do a cash out refinance and go buy a boat or a liability. Okay. <laughs> or go on a trip. Do not do that. So let's talk about it. <laughs> you have equity in your home. You're not using it. So now just like the 401k, when the housing market resets, that equity diminishes. So you never took advantage of that. Or talk about a wealthy person's strategy, what they actually do to make their homes become assets. 
they pulled the equity out of their homes. They put it in an insurance policy that earns them uninterrupted interest, compounded interest, right? Cash value, right? Money making money, bags on top of bags, right? Keeping it simple, right? And then now what happens is, is whenever they need it, all they do is call an insurance company, take a policy loan, borrow against it. There's no credit check needed. I don't care if you have a job. None of that matters. Is it in the cash value? Yes, then it's yours. Mm. Now, the equity in your home you have to have credit checks, the debt to income ratio, DTI, right? Debt to income has to be a certain way, mm -hmm. right? You have to have a, a job, mm -hmm. right? So now this equity is not even accessible to you if any one of these things are not in its proper place. Yeah. So wealthy people don't have, they don't keep the equity in their home. They take that and they put it in an investment, borrow against it and go make more investments. Guys, this is how you continue to elevate. This is how you continue to, to grow, right? Those are for my people that have houses. So we're gonna hit, we hit all areas. The wealthy, we hit the middle level, the lower level. If we're doing a lower level right now, if, if, if money is tight, then education has to be elevated, right? You have to start to understand how money moves, how money works, and you have to put a plan together to start bringing in extra income. Yeah. The first goal that I would tell you is start with the $500. What can I do? Can I start a t-shirt business? Can I do vending machines? Uh, do I do I do multi-level marketing? Whatever that, can I sell stuff in my house? Whatever that thing is to be able to start to create a small drip, you are going to be so surprised on how much that do that does for you, right? I'll give you a quick example. Mm -hmm. Had a friend. Uh, he was dealing with some financial issues. I turned him on to a lady that does the MLM thing, right? Mm -hmm. Man, he started making about seven, eight hundred dollars a month extra, right? That seven, eight hundred dollars he just stacked up until it turned into ten thousand dollars. Now this is this this didn't happen overnight. I want you guys to understand that. He took that ten thousand dollar investment put it as a, uh, he was a uh, private investor in, a, in, a, in an entity. That entity took off and that $10,000 made him 30 grand. Yeah. So here's somebody that started out at the low, on the low end, found a way to make that money, stacked it up to a particular point, invested it wisely, and came back with 30,000 more friends. Needless to say, he's no longer struggling financially. And for people that are wondering, just on even like very low budget, yeah. you know, even like water bottles and being able to sell water bottles, give them wholesale, yeah. you know, as an example, you get a whole bunch of water bottles for a dollar and then turn around and look up, you know, how to do Amazon and sell it for $4. That's another e-commerce, Yeah. e-commerce. So I want to, what I want to do is I just want to put as many ideas in the people's head as possible so that they can understand that there are options because things are tight. Everybody's not, everybody's not doing good. America is in a, we are in an economic downfall. Yeah, and it's interesting though too, because when you were talking about when it comes down to just long-term, it's, it's not a quick thing. It's not quick yeah. money per se. I mean, yeah. there's ways that people are making it, but yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not quick money. So, you know, sometimes you may have to delay that instant gratification. Love it of you know going out to like the club do you really need to go out to the club no we don't need bottle service 
bottle service every week. You don't like, need it. no. No, you don't need it. You don't need it. Listen, guys, listen. Wealthy people, when we're talking about wealthy people and the mentality, this is it, right? Here's here's the goal. When you decrease when you decrease expenses, it elevates income. That creates what's called discretionary, right? Or money that's left over. That money is what you invest. That's how that's the game that you want to be on. Decrease expenses that elevates income. Invest the discretionary. That's the first thing. The second thing that you want to do is understand that when she's talking about the delayed gratification, right, and removing instant gratification, we are, especially in the in the black community, we are the ones that literally get it and spend it. Yeah. What wealthy people do is they get it, they grow it and invest it, and they allow their investments to pay for their lifestyle. It's really important. Like even, I wish I had it in front of me. I may be a little bit off on the numbers, but I was talking to my cousin and you know we were talking about cars yeah. and it's it's really you know it smells nice it feels nice it drives nice and you know the average car note as an example i think is seven hundred dollars a month now that makes sense so you know it's not really the wisest you know decision right now especially if you really don't own anything you know to buy a car because when we put in you know this calculator how much home can you afford you know many people a really big way to accumulate wealth is through by real estate yep. now a seven hundred dollar you know car note that may reduce you know your purchasing power by about fifty to you know seventy thousand dollars. Yep, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, like so. You're sorry. I'm no, no, you're, no, you're good. When you're thinking about this little car note, that's well, I can it. afford this monthly payment, yep. but you're not thinking about that debt to income ratio that part. that the banks look at. Yep. So, yes, we'll talk about that further if you have questions. <laughs> Just leave it in the comments. So she educating the people as well. <laughs> no, but the the reality, the reality, like we we talk about all of these things. But the reality is that what we have to do is we just have to make a decision. That's why when you ask me like, okay, how do we how do we get wealth, right? Mm -hmm. How do we get wealth? It starts here. Like you have to, like literally it starts in the mind. You have to make the decision that I don't care how I look. I don't care how tight things are. I don't care what I have to go through. I'm going to climb out of this cycle that I'm in. Mm -hmm. That's the very first step. If you're not willing to do that, then none of this stuff that I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you feel like it's unattainable, then none of this stuff matters. But what I'm telling you guys is how many people have you seen that started in the same position that you're in and they're in a better position? That doesn't come by just, I I wish it to happen. I can't pray that to happen. I can't wish that to happen because faith without works is dead. You got to put the work in. And the work starts with first making the decision educating yourself and then empowering yourself and then executing, right? So in our thing, we talk, we call it the three E's. We want to engage, we want to uh, in, encourage, and then we want to execute, mm-hmm. right? When we engage, we're giving the information. When we encourage with our clients, right? We, we're letting them know, listen, this stuff can happen, right? We have to put the plan together. And then once we put the plan together, now we're going to execute that plan. And when we put that plan together, there's no deviation, right? There might be like certain subtle changes that have to be made, but this is the way that we're going. We're going to walk in it. It's it's very important. And one thing I'll add to that is while you are executing, things are going to happen. Deviations happen. Life happens. Now, whatever you do, do not stop. That's it. Do not stop. That is the absolute worst thing you can do. It's okay to fail and it's okay to make mistakes, but keep on going.
That's it. Yeah. So look, man. I mean, we we covered a lot. We covered a lot of ground, man. You know, I at the end of the day, guys, I just want to take this information, share it with as many people as possible, and then from that point, like they say, you know, the ball is in your court. You cannot say you you know you no longer know, right? And that's my biggest thing. Whenever I am talking to you and I get the opportunity to talk to your audience, I want them to understand like this is what they're doing. Now, what are you going to do about it? Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. No, thank you so much. And guys, if you do have any questions and you want to know more information, please don't hesitate to leave questions, comments in the description. And also, I'm going to leave Tony's information so that way you can, you know, contact him directly. So thank you for watching and I will see you next time. Adios.